This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. I'm Jen. I'm Brian. And I'm Henno. We're three friends that talk about mental health, wellness, and our lives. Through articles and tips, we share what has worked for us on our paths overcoming depression, anxiety, bipolar disorder, alcoholism, and addiction. Come join us on our journey. You can find us anywhere you listen to your podcast. Just search for The Crazy Life. Remember, wiggle your toes and just keep breathing. You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam, including the Tascam Mini Studio. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Want to know more? Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is a streaming freedom audio bulletin. And it is the only free voice left in the Geek Revolution. And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It is the Dashing Duo, Derek, myself, Mike. How's it going? I'm confused. (laughs) Uh, I'm surprised I even remembered Weeby Geeks for tonight. Uh, At least for the next two weeks. Could be a little longer. Uh, we have swapped on our end, Weeby Geeks and Wookie Radio's record nights because of Ken's schedule. Well, that really doesn't affect Derek and I because we're on both of those nights. Yeah. But it affects us because it's like, uh, are we expecting Ken or is it just the two of us? And no, I'm sure. not going into the song unless you want me to. Nope. <sighs> Wrong answer. Just the... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, as we're recording, I'm getting ready for a hurricane. (laughs) Supposed to hit sometime around Labor Day weekend. Yeah. So, rest of the world, watch the Weather Channel, pack evacuation kit, buy batteries, buy water, watch the Weather Channel some more, prepare the generator, board up the windows. Florida, buy as much alcohol as possible, plan hurricane party, pray it hits on a work or school day, buy more alcohol. Make jokes about the hurricane's name. Make a themed playlist. Freak out when it's actually terrifying. Category four is when it's actually terrifying. (laughs) It's like, oh, it's going to hit as a cat one. Yeah, hold my coffee. (laughs) Oh, it's going to hit as a category two. Yeah, hold my coffee. (laughs) It's going to hit as a category three. Okay, maybe we start planning. (laughs) And the sad part is, if they close the parks on Monday, there's going to be a lot of pissed off guests because they're losing out on going to Galaxy's Edge, which opens this week as we're recording. Yep. (laughs) 
How much fun is that? Not good. <laughs> so, uh, so at what point would they close the park? Do you think? It just depends on when it it looks more clear that it's gonna hit Florida and come right through. Is there like I'll I'll know by by Sunday. Which since we're recording on Wednesday nights now, I'll probably have the show up by Friday. <laughs> <laughs> would it? Would it doesn't matter what category it is, or would it just? Um, if if they if they give the recommendation to clear the roads, they'll close the park. Mm. Um, I mean, I I have worked when hurricanes were skirting the coast, and we were getting the major rain bands of it as it was coming by. We've had the park stay open, but if it's coming through the actual. Um, the actual thing, you know, coming through this area, they, and they know for sure, they typically close the park for safeties. Right. Which, again, most fans are going to be, why are you doing that? It's just rain. <laughs> it's not just rain. It's a crap ton of rain, but it's also a crap ton of wind with it as well. And it could be flooding and who knows what else. Yep. 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 So, um... Business side of things, check out the homepage, webegeeks.net. Check out our affiliates on the right-hand side. Uh, supporting them supports us. Also, too, check out our web store. Uh, we've got some great T-shirts, hats, sweatshirts, etc. Um, for all three shows there. And hopefully, maybe even get some Keepers of the Fringe stuff in there, too. Well, Chris has said he would like to have a Keeper's hat, so... <laughs> We can do hats for you guys. Get them on there. You're part of the family with this. Might have to look into doing that. So your your space for your stuff would be between two inches high, four inches wide. So get to work. <laughs> um, also, too, check out our partners, Found Me and Heroes and Villains. Use the word Weeby Geeks, all one word, for 15% off your first purchase. Um, have seen, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but... Have you seen the Macquarie the- t-shirts? Yeah. Which was oh, about what I was about to mention. Oh, those oh. are sweet. Oh, man. Those are awesome. Uh, I also like the new Hoth storyboard yes, t-shirts yeah. with the snow speeder and the Adat. Mm. In heaven. And guess what? They have them in 3X now. Ah, sweet. I believe they're in 3X. Maybe I need to take a look. Mm. Um, other than that, also to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, supporting. Yeah, and again, with all of this, if you contact us there or leave us a voicemail, uh, we will be more than happy to get back to you. And we will also, uh, if it's a voicemail, uh, any voicemail you leave for us through SpeakPipe or sending through mail uh, will get used on the air. So please be forewarned about that i think it's funny too the uh star wars font or the way they got star wars on these macquarie t-shirts did you notice from d23 for star wars a new hope it's the same star wars as the shirt mm-hmm. mm, interesting you didn't catch that nope uh, all right in thought so i'm trying to find an image so here you go derek see it nope because i know the screen sharing with you yeah but i'm not see my skype something is going crazy all i'm seeing is a blank screen okay then i will go this route since i'm gonna, I'm gonna unshare still there so 
it, just a minor Skype glitch, whatever, there. Uh, we're back, Derek and I. Um, and as I promised him, I sent him the picture. So now you can see Star Wars New Hopes using the Macquarie Star Wars look for the word mark uh-huh. or for the title. Instead of the traditional Star Wars. Uh-huh. Which I think is a nice touch. Yeah. I, I really do. Yeah, totally didn't didn't even catch that. <laughs> so, um, but no, the Heroes of Villain stuff. Yes, the shirts are going up to 3X. So, yay. 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 Happy. Excited. Indeed. Still love the love the one Falcon t-shirt, too. Yeah. The charcoal. I do believe all their t-shirts. Actually, I forgot about the one that's in the cockpit, too. Yeah. See, I like the charcoal tees because, one, they're not black. Um, and I, I almost wish the uh, the Adat one was also on charcoal. Mm. But no, I love these t-shirts. I mean, they look great. They really do. I mean, again, heroes and villains, we have stuff from them. We really like their stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, we're not saying it because we're partnered with them. We're saying it because if you've been listeners to the show for a while, you know, we don't sugarcoat. We don't like something. We say it. If there's room for improvement, we say it. But right now, I haven't seen anything that needs to be improved on their sh- on their stuff. Okay, one thing. The wallet from the Loot Crate. I loved the wallet. I just wish it had more storage options. <laughs> because I do, unfortunately, keep quite a bit of cards. Between insurance cards and license and everything else, I need it. But it's still a gorgeous wallet. It is a wallet I will use to keep, to pull out at Disney when I go to Disney. It is a wallet I pulled out for when I make, when I use things at Disney. Then I could keep my regular wallet either... Okay, I'm not going to say where. I could keep it in a safe place and not worry about it getting stolen. And if I need something out of it, I could get to it and pull it up. So, um, but since we're talking about Disney, why don't you go ahead and lead us off? Well, this is a story of a man named Jed. Yes, I was going to say of a lovely lady, but poor mountaineer could barely keep his family fed. <laughs> then one day, while shooting off some food, he went on a ship off to Batu. <laughs> but that's not where you're going. I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> but that was pretty good for on the spot, huh? Sure. Okay. So today, my wife came up to me and she said, oh, I got you an early Christmas present. I said, oh, did you? And she said, yes, I signed up for three years of Disney Plus. And I said, ooh. I also said, thank you, of course. And I love you. But, um, yes, so. See, I told you those knee pads would come in handy. uh, (laughs) She, uh, (laughs) we had heard about Deal that they were doing for Disney Plus, and she signed up for it. Now, first I'll tell you about the deal. Uh, so, actually, before I get started on that, I have a question for you, Mike. Sure. And this, this is actually a question brought up to me, brought up during Keepers of the Fringe by my co-host, Chris. And it was a question I did not have an answer for. And that is, what exactly does D23 stand for? Um, Disney. Why, why is it called D23? Because I believe 1923 is when Walt Disney Company started. Oh, that, well, that makes sense. <laughs> Let me double check. Um, yes, 
Um, D obviously stands for Disney. 23 is for 1923, the year Walt Disney founded the company. Hmm. All right. <laughs> so well, I, was, I was right to begin with. Wow. How can nice. that happen? <laughs> it's not allowed. You know what they say about broken clocks? Um, it, it's wrong 24 or 22 hours of the day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Speaking of Chris, he, Chris, he's texting me right now about the Disney Plus that I signed up for. <laughs> Let's get him on the show. He's working right now. We'll call him at work, prank call. <laughs> it will happen, Chris. <laughs> we will you prank call you one day. And the jerk probably won't answer. Anyway, <laughs> back to the show. <laughs> so um, after all of the... Um, fun and excitement that came out of D23 this weekend. Um, we also found out that there was Disney was offering a special deal on Disney Plus. And uh, so the regular price for the basic Disney Plus service is $6.99 a month or $69.99 a year. Or um, if you sign up for the special deal that ends on Labor Day, you can get a highly discounted rate for three years. Of course, you have to sign up for three years. Great. And that's 33% off or $23 off a year or because D23, get it? Mm-hmm. Or, or if you look at it in another way, which I prefer, if you sign up for two years and pay $140 right now for the two years, you get a third year for free. 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 Or uh, also, I think it came out to like four bucks a month if right. you did if right. you work if you worked out that way. So, sounds like a good deal, right? Well, it is. But there is one tiny little minor catch. Uh, in order to get this deal, you have to sign up for a D23 membership. Yep. Which is for the exclusive Disney fan club. Um, so, you know, in case you're wondering or you're panicking, they are tiers of the D23 that require a membership subscription, uh, which is a gold and gold family. But the general membership, which you can sign up for to get this deal, is completely free. Free! So all you have to do is sign up for a general D23 membership, and you're eligible for this discount. Now, there's another caveat as well. Uh, If you sign up for this deal, this is for Disney Plus only, which means you don't get the bundle deal that also has Hulu and ESPN Plus. So those would still be separate. Um, And that deal is 12 bucks a month if you go for that bundle. Um, Also, you've got to sign up for the D23 before September 1st. Keep that in mind. You've got to do it before September 1st. Uh, because the promotion, that's the only way to be eligible for the promotion, which actually ends on September 2nd. Which I would love to see him over the weekend extend it. Um, I would too. Especially I- since there's a major storm coming. Yeah. Actually, I have mine, so I don't really care if they extend it. But- <laughs> so. Two words. Bite me. <laughs> I thought you were going to start with a word that starts with F. But anyway. Um. 
so here's the other thing. So my wife, we found out about this, of course, the other day because it's been all over the geek sites. Yep. Um, so my wife tried to sign up for it, and she tried yesterday, and she tried to log on to the D23 site, and the site had crashed. because Another, another reason why they need to extend this. Yes, because so many people tried to go in for this deal that it crashed the site. <laughs> So be careful if you're going to do it um, and don't give up. The other thing is this isn't this is this. You have to have some patience when you do this because it takes a little while for everything to go through and for all the processing and, to, you know, to get you, you sign up for the D23. Then you got to wait for them, the offer to come through, then sign up for the offer. Then it takes a little while for processing and, and everything. So it, this isn't like a, you know, click on it and you get it. You got to go through, you got to go through a couple of hoops and stuff. You know, it's like waiting in line to get into Galaxy's Edge. You know, I guess so. <laughs> Which people are in line now for the opening tomorrow as we're recording. <laughs> I'm not surprised. But yeah, so, so, you know, so my wife decided to get it for me as my Christmas present. So that's great. That's, you know, that's my Christmas present for this year, but that's okay. Cause it's worth it because I'll actually get to start it on November 12th. I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, oh, I can't have, either. We don't have our login information yet or anything. That will be coming in probably an email or something. And I still don't know yet. I haven't, just, haven't figured out yet how I'm going to access the app yet. Um, uh, I believe you should be able to use your PlayStation View or your PlayStation. Okay. But you have Roku, right? I do, yes. I have it a Roku. Will, it will be on Roku as well. Okay, good. Okay. All right, cool. It will not be on Fire Stick, and it will not be available on Slink TVs. Really? Hmm. Yep. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I'm glad to know that it will be. So, yeah, I have a Roku. That's what I told. I was telling my wife. I said, "Well, it'll probably show up on our TV, on our Roku TV." So, yep, that'll be good. good. I'll let her. I'll. I will confirm that with her tomorrow, so she can. If she's not, not really if not, it. you'll have a. You'll have a playstation which i believe will be there yeah yeah or she she also said maybe it might even show up on our comcast because they have a bunch of different apps like netflix and prime and all that that's cool yeah so anyway yeah so you know it's uh you gotta pay 140 dollars up front but you get three years guaranteed also, you can't you can't back out once you're signed in. Once you pay the money and stuff, that's it. You get it for three years, whether you want it or not. But you know who? <laughs> yeah, but you paid for it up front. So what's it matter at this point? Right. So who? But who's gonna? Who, but they won't like refund you. But who's gonna get this and say, "Oh no, I don't want this after all"? Come on, people. If you're in, you're in. <laughs> yeah, I would. I wouldn't be dropping it. I'm so excited. <laughs> I can imagine. I can absolutely imagine. So, well, before we hit the next story, I want to say this. Uh, our condolences to the Jesse Combs family. Did you hear about this? Yes, I just heard about it earlier today. Um, she was a host for a while on the Mythbusters Bill team in 2009 when I believe Carrie was pregnant with her first kid mm -hmm. or with mm -hmm. her kid. Uh, she yep. also appeared on Extreme 4x4 and Overholland and more. Uh, she was a metal fabricator, builder, engineer, science educator, and the fastest woman on four wheels. Mm. Um, apparently, she, she 
she died in a horrific accident on Tuesday. Yeah. And they haven't said exactly what the accident was. Um, but if it was racing, I think I, I think I saw that it was, well, I don't know if that was confirmed, but it seemed to be, they were saying it was a racing accident of some sort. Then she did. Then she went out doing what she loved. Oh yeah. And we could all be so lucky. We did that. Yeah. Uh, she was involved in a crash, but they don't say whether it was a normal crash or if it was a crash related to, to her racing. Right. So yeah, our our hearts out to the to the Combs family. Um, but a, an A Force movie may be in development, and it would include Captain Marvel and Jane Foster Thor. Ooh. Now, uh, with the naming of the movies of Miss Marvel, She Hulk, one or not movies, TV shows, Miss Marvel, She Hulk, One Division, Thor, Love and Thunder, and the movie Thor, Love and Thunder coming as part of Phase Four, which I saw some someone posted online that fan, MCU fans, which okay, obviously these are people who don't read the comics, don't know the comics, don't know the characters, or complaining. Why do we have to have a female version of Hulk? Yeah, I saw that too. I'm like, I, you, you, I just wanted to smack these people. And why do we have to have a female Thor? Well, female Thor works because Jason Aaron did a great job with Thor being a female with Jane Foster, and that's what they're going with. Yes, and She-Hulk is a very well-established character in the comics. I have known She-Hulk since the 70s. Mm-hmm. And before I shoot myself in the foot. And I am I have always been a fan of She-Hulk, so you people before I shoot myself in the foot. Which I, I I have I just have. Mm-hmm. Her her first appearance was nineteen eighty. Well you know The cover dated was February nineteen eighty. Which could have could have been seventy nine. You know, probably yeah. If the cover was nineteen eighty then it probably came out um, Okay. So she was created by Stanley, who wrote only the first issue and was the last character he created for Marvel. You hear that, people? Um, <laughs> and the the character's creation was due to the excess of the Incredible Hulk TV series and the Bionic Woman TV series. Oh, I didn't know that. Huh. So, um... So they so Marvel was afraid that the show's executives may suddenly introduce a female version of the Hulk, as had been done with the six million dollar man. So Marvel decided to publish their own version of such a character to make sure that if a similar one showed up in the TV series, Marvel would own the rights. Oh, clever. So nineteen eighty. She was introduced as Savage She-Hulk, mm-hmm. uh, as always, has been a cousin of Bruce Banner. Um, so there is a connection to Bruce, but it's not a female Bruce. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say. Yes. So She got a power from a blood transfusion from the Hulk. Correct. And she's had some very, inter- some very good um, series over the years. There's been some good takes on her. 
the I one, mean, the one that kind of stunk is when they actually made her title the Hulk when Banner supposedly died and Amadeus oh. Cho was. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Um, but but not only that, but she's been a member of the Fantastic Four for crying out loud. Yeah. Now, here here's an issue I, I'm starting to have with the story because I just finally saw where the story came from. We got this covered, which I don't know how reliable they can be. Well, I don't know. I'd say they're pretty reliable. Plus, if you read in the story, it also says that this came from a source from normally I wouldn't be that interested in it. But they said it came from a source who also talked about what was it? The uh, Black Knight, the Black Knight and the She-Hulk show. Now, Black Knight is coming into the Eternals. It's going to be Kit Harrington. Yes. So um, we know at the time we recorded last week's episode, but we do know now. Correct. So, uh, She-Hulk's not due until 2022 at the earliest. So don't expect an A-Force movie to arrive until 2023. But, I mean, with what we had from the Avengers, it's easily easily possible to have it happen. Mm. If not a movie, maybe an A-Force one-off TV series Mm. for like eight episodes. You had brought, it brought us a story last week where, whoops. Um, the the She-Hulk and Miss Marvel and Moon Knight shows, they were eventually planning to bring them up to the movies. Yes. In some, yeah. So they they will could, they'll eventually uh, appear in the movies because I I think one of the option one of the thoughts was um, having a Captain Marvel Miss Marvel team mm. possibly in Captain Marvel two, mm. which would be after Miss Marvel airs. Interesting. So, but speaking of airing, apparently there's been some recuts and people are happy. Well, so a little movie that has been going through its own little saga. Is it the one about Jack and Diane? Little, 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 little movie about Jack and Diane. Not, not exactly, but <laughs> I don't know. There, there might be, there might be a Jack and Diane in the movie. Who knows? <laughs> but anyway. That movie is a little movie called New Mutants, um, based on the X-Men adjacent franchise, New Mutants. And um, so this movie, this poor movie, <laughs> has been has been um, set to come out, then pushed back, then set, then pushed back, then set, then bought, then... Um, Disney, it was part of the Disney buying Fox deal and all this other stuff. And then it was shelved, but then it was still supposed to come out and all this other stuff. And I, it, it's insane at this point. But it needs to be put out. It's misery. Apparently, a newly edited cut of the movie has been screened for test audiences. And apparently, they have been enjoying it. Ah. Wow. Yes. Now, I know you have no interest in this movie, but I actually kind of do. I would, I'm kind of interested in, in them doing a horror take on it. Um, so, Geek Worldwide's Thomas Polito and discussing film editor-in-chief Jacob Fisher both, um, men- both mentioned that People were positive that there were positive rumblings about the the movie in the testing. 
Um, and Fisher said that the new cut of the film appears to be more in line with director Josh Boone's original vision for the movie as more of a horror-tinged approach to the superhero genre. Um, Interesting. Mm, so um, Jacob Jacob Fisher put out a tweet that said, there's been discussions of new mutant test screenings going around today, so I'll add my two cents. Heard it's decent. Seems this new cut adheres more to Josh Boone's original visions for New Mutants as a scarier horror comic book movie. Interesting. So, of course, um, this also comes out uh, a couple weeks after we heard reports that Disney was unimpressed with the current cut of the film and doubtful of its box office potential. So, with this new cut out that, that the test audiences are liking, perhaps Disney might feel a little better about it. Uh, so, the other thing to note is... Um, the the production on the film has been delayed several times with planned reshoots to rework the film's ending reported, reportedly incomplete um, as of last May. And of course, this movie will star Maisie Williams from Game of Thrones fame, Anna Taylor-Joy, Charlie Heaton, and uh, Blue Hunt. Interesting. And Henry Zaga. Interesting. Yes, quite, quite, quite. And as of right now, the the film is scheduled to be released on April 3rd of 2020. We shall see if that sticks. (laughs) (laughs) We shall. Well, um, how about this? A Treasure Planet live action remake is in the works at Disney. Why you just keep going with these things, huh? I would almost rather see Atlantis than Treasure Planet. But Treasure Planet was a great movie. It's actually underrated. Is it? Yeah. It's a lot better than people give it. I'll have to check it out when I get my Disney Plus app. True. <laughs> um, so it's a, it's an interesting choice considering that the 2002 anime movie was a bomb. Uh, although critics praised it, audiences were decidedly less enthusiastic. Uh, it only netted $38 million against a $140 million budget. Oh, wow. uh, despite being a flop financially, it still earned a nomination for Best MA Feature at the Academy Awards. Uh, Disney is under the impression that the property could find a wider audience this time around. Um, they they likely they'll likely assemble a cast that's just as impressive as the original, if not more so. For those who don't recall, Treasure Planet starred the voice talents of Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Brian Murray, David Hyde Pierce, Martin Short, Bosco Lee Brown, Emma Thompson, Laurie Metcalf, and Patrick McGuhan in his final cinematic role. Hmm. So it's almost a space Pirates of the Caribbean to some extent. Yeah, yeah, definitely have to check it out one of these days. Yeah. Do you think it will be um, decent as a live action? Potential, if it's done right. Hmm. If it's done like Lion King, no. (laughs) But I think it has potential. It would definitely fit in that Star Wars realm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think if they definitely get Industrial Light and Magic involved on it, it will definitely look better. Hmm. So. Well, I mean, you know, I'm sure they'll definitely put some money behind it. Yeah. 
hopefully hopefully it'll it would be better live action sort of like um what james gunn may be doing or is supposed to be doing well james gunn who we know is directing uh the suicide squad sequel it's suicide man which is that would be a good title which is not exactly a sequel, I guess, but isn't exactly a reboot either. I don't know. We'll see. Still, it's got to be better than the first one. That's <laughs> right. This, this one, the, the first one was called Suicide Squad, and this one's called The Suicide Squad. So take take what you want out of that. But there's been an interesting bit of casting news lately, and... Uh, Seems James Gunn has cast one of his favorite actors who has been in several of his other movies, including Slither, Super, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, although that scene was cut out. And that actor is Nathan Fillion. Never heard of him. Who is much beloved among the geek community for some reason I can't quite know. Nathan Fillion is awesome. And um, we don't actually know yet what role he will be playing, but it does open the mind up to thoughts of who he could be playing. I hope it will be somebody good and not like a lame side character or something. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's cool. Well, I guess that moves back to me. Uh, yep. Telltale Games is making a comeback. Yes. And they will retain the Wolf Among Us rights and, nice. I believe, uh, the Batman rights as well. Cool. Um, last year. Tell- go ahead. Telltale's, uh, Telltale was a great company that had some really cool games, including the Batman game they did, the Walking Dead game and such. And uh, the the whole deal of how they fell apart was was kind of uh tragic so uh it's it's good to hear there'll be something good coming out of it continue well it's been confirmed the studio is being reborn and will retain and will retain the rights to both the wolf among us license and batman this new version of telltale games is being run by jamie odely and brian waddle Mm. quack quack waddle waddle quack Sorry. Uh, at least some laid off Telltale game staff members are being offered freelance roles with the possibility of them gaming, gaining full time positions in the future. No projects have been confirmed at this time, um, but they will be selling the company's library again, meaning some of the delisted de- oh. Telltale games should be returning to digital storefronts some point in the future. Oh, that's good news. So uh, there is interest from the new company to continue telling some of the stories that the original company did not get to finish, such as Wolf Among Us 2. Mm-hmm. Um, some also recall that a Game of Thrones game was left left some unresolved plot lines as well. Uh, yeah. While the status of the Game of Thrones license wasn't revealed, it would be nice for fans to get some closure. Mm. So um, now the rights to make a Stranger Things game have reverted back to Netflix. So it's not sure if a new deal would be hashed out there. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So that they were going to work on that game right before they yeah. split up. Now, according to Odily, uh, we'll probably keep the concept of episodes, but with a different pacing. This is a different world from a media consumption standpoint. We need to look at how people like 
like to entertain themselves. I like the idea of binge watching. This could be an indication that games will be released when all the episodes are ready as opposed to one episode coming out every few months like we saw with the old Telltale model. Ah, yeah. I think that would be better. So, there we have it. And the next story. Well, of course, as we talked about before with Mike's other story, Disney has been doing a lot of uh, remakes lately, and they're continuing with their live-action remakes. So, of course, um, this probably should not be a surprise, but um, there is... um, they are going to be working on a remastered version of the Lion King and Aladdin games. Interesting. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> so, of course, the Lion King and Aladdin were games that tied into the iconic Disney animated movies. And so, with the release of the live-action version of both movies earlier this year, what better time for a remastered re-release of these games and they will be coming bundled as a single release for xbox one ps4 and nintendo switch sometime this autumn now this news was announced at a gamestop hosted conference uh with box art for the game being shared on a big screen with the caption coming this fall um it has uh been confirmed by a couple of different sources And a photo from the event has also been uh, released. So, like I said, with The Lion King and Aladdin having both been receiving live-action remakes um, and both earning much financial success, if not universal love, from audience and critics, it shouldn't be a big surprise that they're doing something like this. Right. Now, The Lion King game was originally developed by Westward Studios and published by Virgin Interactive Entertainment. And that came out on the Super Nintendo and the Sega Genesis in 1994 and then was ported onto numerous other systems. That's right, we're talking old games here, people. (laughs) Old old 16-bit games. Now, the Aladdin game um, came out on the Genesis in 1993, That was developed by Virgin Games. And there was another similar Aladdin game made by Capcom for the Super Nintendo that was released around the same time. Right. But the Genesis game is the more popular game, so that will most likely be the one that is remastered. Um, So Gamatsu has stated that the remasters will reportedly hit 1080p resolutions, which is interesting uh, for a 16-bit game. And they will include the classic soundtracks. And uh, the biggest new addition seems to be an assist feature that will, which is weird, will let you rewind or fast-forward the games at any point. Uh, I guess that would make the game um, a little easier, perhaps. Uh, Games in the 16-bit era were not exactly known for being easy, per se. Games used to be a lot tougher when we were kids. Kids? (laughs) So there's no exact release date or price point just yet. But uh, I'm sure there will be more news forthcoming soon if the game is indeed coming out this fall. 
So keep your eyes peeled for that if you're a fan of those games. I can't hear you. I think you'll like this as well before I hit the next story. Um, the Nerf Elite Titan CS50 minigun is available for pre-order. I saw that. I saw, I've saw. i seen pictures of it. I was like, whoa. Uh, is it part of the rival line? That no, I'm not sure. No, it has a regular 50 dart drum. 50 darts. <laughs> now, In rap session. The, the rival line... Well, apparently, you're going to need uh, – it's, it's going to be on sale for ninety nine ninety nine, and you're going to need D batteries to use it. <laughs> but then there's the rival Nerf Blasters, which they – the new Nerf rival Percy's MXIX5000 fires eight rounds per second. Wow. But the rival line, they make – for GameStop, a uh, a version that looks like the the heavy rifle from for the first order. Oh, I've seen that one. Yeah, I want that one. Mm, that one's pretty cool. Yeah. So, but speaking of Star Wars, um, Angelina Jolie wants to know why she can't join the Star Wars franchise. Because. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's our story. <laughs> um, she's starring in Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, which is the sequel uh, to Maleficent, and it's hitting theaters in October. And she's joining up as Thena in the Eternals. Um, with, with both classic character and now Marvel character to her name, there's just a big franchise that Jolie's not a part of. Okay. I can actually think of two. Uh, she wants to know why she can't be a part of Star Wars as well. Well, why don't you ask yourself why you're not part of actually three, a Disney animated feature, unless I'm wrong and she is. I just can't think of it off the top of my head. A Pixar film and Star Wars. Hmm. Um, she goes, I tried to corner, um, JJ in the hallway because they were both at D23. Um, well, isn't, isn't Maleficent Disney? Yes. Sleeping Beauty. Mm. Um, it had positive things to say about the encounter when asked about how it went. She goes, pretty good. He's so nice. I asked, I have said to him, I have no idea why I can't be in Star Wars. Now, she admits that she hadn't gotten quite so far as to figuring out who she would play, but if she were to end up in the, with a role in the Star Wars universe, but there's plenty of time to figure that out. Uh, while the Skywalker saga ends this Christmas, which we will be talking about that trailer on Wookiee Radio later this week, oh, yeah. uh, which will drop this weekend, um, there are other stories to be told, such as the trilogy coming from Benioff and Weiss and a new series of films from Ryan Johnson. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. Well, for one thing, I mean, I, for one, was not aware that she ever wanted to be in a Star Wars film. Right. I mean, whatever. <laughs> Honestly, I don't care. If they If they put her in a Star Wars movie, whatever. Right. I'm not I'm not like a huge Angelina Jolie fan, but I'm not I don't necessarily dislike her either. I'm just kind of indifferent. I don't if she's in, I don't want I don't think I want her as um a major role. No, yeah, no. The the thing about it in in this this um this is the same for for any number of of big name actors who have been in the Star Wars movies, even even Samuel L. Jackson, who I love Samuel L. Jackson and everything, but 
seeing him as Mace Windu, it was still Samuel L. Jackson. As a Jedi, yeah. Just, yeah, as a Jedi. So it's like, you know, it's like when you see when you see the big celebrities in the Star Wars films, it kind of not not necessarily I wouldn't say it takes me out of the movie, but it kind of I don't know, like I like it better when it's the lesser known actors. Right. It it it's more enjoyable, I think, for me. Yeah. I think having her in a um what was one of the better roles to say to put her in? I don't know. To, but to have her in something similar to like a Maz Kanata type role. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Would would work. See, like, like I said, like, like with Samuel Jackson in, in, in the prequels, it, that was a little distracting, but then right. you take like, you take like Simon Pegg, who was in Force Awakens. And <laughs> you didn't even know that was him. And you didn't even know it was him. That's totally cool. I mean, yeah. And then when you find out it's him, you're like, "Oh, that's awesome! I didn't know that was Simon Pig." Well, but it Daniel Craig the same way, right? Yeah, yeah, as, as one of the stormtroopers, and it didn't. And then afterwards, you find out, and it's cool. That's a cool little Easter egg that didn't distract while you were watching the movie. Exactly. So, I mean, you know, I that's where I would rather see her in a in a some in a role where. Her being Angelina Jolie is not going to distract from the movie. Yeah, and I think that, like you said, that's going to be hard to do. Yeah, and <laughs> unless they throw her in a big alien costume or something, <laughs> may crumble. Yeah, maybe. So, um, I think that's it for us. You got anything else? Uh, that's the end of the line. Um, I just have one one last thing to say, and that is, um. I believe it was 102 years ago today, uh, the world witnessed the birth of Mr. Jack the King Kirby. Yeah. So happy birthday. Well, you know, even though he's he's uh, he's left us and joined uh, joined Galactus or the new gods. But uh, not, happy birthday, Kirby. Not Cloud Galactus. No, <laughs> certainly not. So, um. Well, I have no final thoughts either since I kind of put mine within the show. Mm. So uh, that just means there's only one thing left to be said. Want to know more? So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production. Try to take over the world.